Shamai, and welcome to Podcast Heraith 101. Hello everybody and welcome back. I hope you're all safe and well in the crazy world we're living in. This is episode number nine now of season one of the podcast. I hope you're enjoying the journey, same as myself. There's a bit of a gap between the last one, I think two weeks overall, uh, mainly driven due to Easter, lack of time, and I just couldn't be asked. So I took the time off, recharged my batteries, ate all my chocolate, even went to my local Lidl's and Aldi's and had the 50% discount on last week's Easter eggs. And now I'm back. So in this episode, the format will change a little bit again. We do not have any Q&A from Harry's question time, but they will come in episode 10. And the reason being is that Harry is now focusing again with the school's reopening on his football career. And he was very fortunate to go to a competition over the weekend and play in the Liberty Stadium down in Swansea. Now, I should say to my one unique listener who is currently living in New Zealand, and I know you are a massive Bluebirds Cardiff fan, please do not unsubscribe. Keep listening. It doesn't mean Harry's going to play for Swansea when he grows up. He could actually play for Cardiff. Point is, he's a young Welsh lad playing goalkeeper. And we'll try and get him back in episode 10 to give us an update on how the game went and where he sees himself going forward. Will he stay as goalkeeper or will he go into the midfield or maybe as a striker? Who knows? Stay tuned. Also coming up, I have my second guest, my good friend Lajita, all the way from South India. Well, although she's originally all the way from South India, she was actually sitting in the same room when we made the podcast. That's why the quality is so good, right? So there's a lot of things that I need to try and cram in and compress. Maybe the 15-minute, 20-minute mark is also not going to be possible. I'll try my best. So without any further to do, let's go straight into the next section. What have they said? those voices in my head. So point number one, the world is still gripped by the pandemic and COVID is still challenging everybody on a daily basis. But in Europe, in the UK and in Germany, spring is coming, the sun is shining and life is very slowly starting to get back to normal and lockdown is easing, which can only be a good thing. But having now been 12 months in lockdown, how exactly will it affect us and how will it affect society? Will we feel a little bit different when we start going to the shops, when we meet people on the street? Will we feel comfortable and safe just speaking to strangers? So on this topic, something quite cool happened, which was not so cool for one person and very cool for me. I'll explain. So last week I went out on a jog doing a normal seven kilometer loop in my neighborhood my wife was with me following me on the bike a bit like a tour de france backup system where she was bringing some i don't know water and bananas and or nothing really just chatting coming towards us was an elderly lady also on the bike now if you live in germany you'll realize this is quite important you should still try and always remember the highway code safety rules irrespective whether you're on the road or on the pavement. So this old lady was cycling towards us, technically on the wrong side of the road, but the pavement or the bikeway was quite wide, no problem. But as we came closer to one another, the elderly lady slowed down and tried to stop and wait for us to pass. 
but in doing so, at the point of stopping, she forgot to put her foot out. Never a good idea, especially when on the bike, and she fell down. Fortunately, she had quite a soft landing because when she fell off her bike, she rolled into a hedge of one of the front gardens. It was funny. I tried not to laugh. It happened very quickly. You know, it's one of those things where it's, everything's in slow motion, but it's not really. It's, I think, oh my God, did that really just happen? Two things instantly went through my head. Number one was stop your Garmin watch because if you are going to go and help her, then it's going to affect your lap time. Number two was are you allowed to go and help an elderly lady in distress during COVID lockdown period? I didn't give him much thought. It was very natural. Of course, being the British gentleman, I went and helped the lady. Even without hesitation, I reached out my hand. She reached out her hand, at least what I could see of her arm and her hand coming from the bush. And then I lifted her back to her feet. She was very thankful. I was trying my best in German to say, are you okay? Please take your time. Can I help in any way? She was a little bit embarrassed, as you would be if you fall into a neighbor's bush and your bike is on top of your head. The point is she was fine. She wasn't injured. Just her ego took a little bit of a bruising. And then once she was okay and fit to carry on, I continued my run. After then, switching my Garmin back on so my lap time wasn't affected. Two minutes later, I turned to my wife whilst I was still running and said, why do you think that she fell off in the first place? Do you think it's because she thought I looked like Daniel Craig and she's a big 007 fan? I won't tell you what my wife's reply was. It wasn't very funny. And I'm very happy to be joined today with one of my good friends, Legita. Hi, Steve. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for coming on my little podcast. Um, Legita is from India originally, and I know that from my terrible knowledge of India, uh, it's quite a big country, right? So would you like to give us a bit of a background as to where you're from? And So my roots are from south of India, uh, but I was born and raised in the center of India. So these things are quite important for an Indian because we have so many languages and the culture differs from one state to the other. We have almost 50 official languages. 50? I cannot read and write my mother tongue though. Really? I cannot. So yeah, I the language I speak with my husband is the language I'm least good at. So what were the three languages that you learned in school then? Uh, so English was our official language. So that was our first language. Then the second was Hindi. That was the national language to say. And the third was the regional language of the state. And that was Marathi. Marathi. Yeah. I could read and write Hindi and Marathi, but I can still read them, I think. But I cannot write them. And that's, that's crazy that uh, in modern India now that English is still the dominant language that you're learning in school, right? Is that coming from the old British Empire days, do you think? Or? Yeah, because uh, I read recently, we follow Renan Martin, uh, the grammar book, and that was introduced by the British when they wanted to teach their kids English when they were back in India during, ruling us. I have a feeling that probably your grammatic or your grammar, your grammatic, your grammar is far better than mine anyway. For us Indians and for us, I believe, North Indians, for me, to be particular, it was just English was to just sound cool. So we try to speak English more than our normal regional language. 
it allows you to understand the culture a bit better, right? I feel uh, now to connect more with people. So in the place we are living in right now, I hardly know people. And that is because I cannot go and approach them in the language they know. So what um, what was the, the main reason, the main driver to bring you to Germany then? The idea I had that doing masters in abroad, like out of India, would give me an opportunity to study my course, like electronics, in a technical background. In India, most of the there are IT companies, most of them, and they are doing the work for some foreign company, which I feel is quite redundant. So I wanted to go into core electronics and... Yeah, that's why that was my main driving force to apply for masters abroad. But also from your viewpoint, if you don't mind me saying, I think you're also breaking the mold because it's a, a young female who's who's not willing to go into like the standard lifestyle that that hundreds of thousands of other young Indians are expected to be then, right? As I said, my roots are from South of India. My parents moved to the northern part of India just for good job opportunities. So in the city, we I lived always. We were the only foes. I did not have my extended family. My family was the only one and then we had friends. We did not have relatives around. Yeah, that's really tough, isn't it? It's the same. I think a lot of people, when you're younger, you feel invincible mm-hmm. and you want to travel and then you think, okay, I want to take these opportunities whilst I can, whilst I still have my health. Do you think that, uh, is this an element of Germany as a country or of where you live in Germany? So when you said earlier that um, you you want to expand a social group, right now you have a social group of maybe, uh, is it double figures? Because I'm part of your social group, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you asked me. but do you think you'd have a bigger social group if you went to the UK? There's a lot of an Indian culture, Indian uh, society in, in, in Britain, right? If, if if you ask someone, and I've, I've been asked many times, what do you eat in Britain? What is your main food? I also was an Indian or Chinese. Mainly it's an Indian. We go out on a Friday, we have a nice Indian, few beers. Yeah, but no, not Indian food. What's the British food? Well, it's Indian, isn't it? Uh, no, I am not looking for Indians to say. What is it called? Ethnicity? I don't even know the word. Ethnicity? Ethnicity? What is it? Ethnicity. Yeah. I think that's the wrong word as well, but I know what you mean. The origin of the people. So, uh, yeah, I don't care where they come from. So, I love to talk, but the other person has to smile first. <laughs> I So, you give me a smile, I'll eat your ears off for the whole day, <laughs> but you have to smile first. And that's tough now with COVID because you've got the mask on, you can't see it. Yeah, and because I have this inbuilt in me, I feel I don't want to disturb people. If you invite me, I'll always be there. I won't volunteer. Germany to say, they are, they've already have their bubble. So I feel I don't want to disturb them. Many years ago, I went to Welsh school to start learning Welsh again. Lots of the courses or lots of the, the material was based around the weather and small talk. Icebreakers, we like to talk about, all right, Shamai, Shitoiti, hello, how are you? How is the weather? Right. <laughs> is it the same in India? Do you have that kind of small talk in India? Yeah. If my parents as well, they run out of topics, you talk about the weather. The weather is good, the weather is bad, it's so hot. How, how often do you talk to your mum and dad? I talk to them daily. Every day? Yeah. Oh Christ, my mother won't like that. <laughs> I talk to her once a week. I talk to them for around 30 minutes perhaps. 
is just 30 minutes of my day but that makes them happy and that is fine oh i and i cut that out <laughs> when you talk to your parents is it the same as when i talk to my friends back home invariably it's the weather and then gossip do you gossip in india do you talk about gossip stuff <laughs> yeah with my mother we gossip and then my dad is like oh you're always gossiping so <laughs> so my sister lives in australia and yesterday she called me at 1:30 in the morning so thank you very much sister what's your what's your sister's name lindsay lindsay big shout out for lindsay lindsay do do legit her a favor you silly bugger change your clock <laughs> next time you phone don't forget this how many hours in front i have no ideas <laughs> airplane mode that's what airplane mode was invented for on your mobile phone is it yeah tell your sister if you keep phone them at 1 o'clock in the morning i'm switching airplane mode on <laughs> so our alarm went off at 12 at night for some reason we don't know how to switch off the alarm so the only thing we can do is remove the battery so we are remind me again you're a software engineer right <laughs> well, but when i'm dead sleep the only thing i do is kick my husband out of the bed <laughs> get up and switch off the alarm you have got cats very good you have got cats they wake you up every day when you used to phone do was it just small talk I did not pick up the phone but it was just for small talk. Hey well, Lindsay. Earlier she used to call me early in the morning and that was more irritating but now it's fine. I <laughs> Oh, I had a second question. What was my second question? Are you at the point because I've reached the point now where I'm forgetting the English words because the German is becoming more my daily dominant language. I think what the bloody hell was that in English again now? Zahnpasta. What is that? Oh yeah, toothpaste. Forgot about that. The worst thing in learning German is you forget English words. That is a place where I stop learning German. So I put an effort. I think I'm getting better in German, then I feel my English is going bad. I stop German. Here's the million dollar question now. When you dream, do you dream in Indian or English or German? I haven't had a dream. When I talk to myself, I realize I speak in English. When I say, "Oh, you're dumb. How could you do this?" it's all in English. Seriously, I haven't had a dream since ages. Oh, I don't remember them. I can you can borrow one of mine if you want. I the dream on a on a regular basis. <laughs> Drives me up the wall. One of my questions I have in India, what is the attitude to foreigners coming in? You will be treated like kings. Really? That's a good question, that, isn't it? Maybe in a good way or a bad way, foreigners are treated like celebrities. In India, we have the Hindi word Atiti Devo Bahava. I need to learn that. Atiti Behava Bahava. <laughs> Atiti means guest. Atiti. Atiti. Devo means God. Devo. Bahava. Bahava. Yeah, it's like a guest is like God. Atiti Devo Bahava. Mm-hmm. Kind of good, yeah. Good enough. Good Kanuk. <laughs> good Kanuk. Yeah. And that is to treat your neighbors, your guests as god. We have good hospitality in India. That's how you'll be treated. Podcast disclaimer, both Lujita and myself do not drink beer. We drink plenty of water. What is the uh, recommended intake of water per day, do you know? 2 liters per day. I can say that officially I drink about at least 2 liters less than what that should be. If I'm lucky, the only water I drink is when I'm brushing my teeth and some goes down my throat. <laughs> Some day we'll have kidney stones. That's where I see my future as well. I hardly drink water. So you see a future in suffering from kidney stones. Is that okay if you don't drink water? Kidney stones. That's what I've heard, or that's what we've taught in India. So as we don't eat food, 
dogs will bite us. If you don't drink water, we'll have kidney stones. That's a good saying. So that's that's what the parents in India say to children. If you don't eat your food, the dogs will come and bite you and chase you. And that's why I think I have this inherent fear of eating food. Not dogs. dogs. <laughs> I I so I have never been bitten by a dog. I've never been followed by a dog. But I cannot go near a dog. I'm so scared of them. Do you know why you've never been bitten by a dog? Why? Because you've eaten only food. <laughs> that might be, might be the thing. I was a plump kid. I used to eat food a lot. I can't imagine you ever being plump. Because I ate all the food. My sister had none to eat and that's why she was so skinny. Chubby. No, I wasn't fat fat. But because I had my sister for comparison, it showed. Oh, I can't believe this. We look very similar. <laughs> Lindsay, honest to God, right? <laughs> Lindsay, you've made Vegeta's life a nightmare. When you was grown up, she was the chubby, fat, ugly sister. And now you're phoning her at two o'clock in the morning from Australia. <laughs> Get a grip. Now, thank you. I don't know if I was the ugly sister, but yeah, <laughs> I was the chubby one. But I found myself cute. <laughs> <laughs> And that is it for this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. I'm not sure if it's too long or too short. We definitely need to get Legita back in for some follow-up sessions. But thank you once again for listening. Diochan Ciao for now. In die tree.